0: And good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally Show. On another grand and glorious day here in the best little city in America. How about we spend a couple hours of this lovely Friday afternoon engaged in energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, and national news and politics. Some community arts, the outdoors, maybe some international travel. International travel has been a big theme for us this week and uh, you know it'll probably continue a while uber producer Dan Peters is in studio with us today as always thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon whether you're driving around town on information 1000 Kso it's streamed live at ksocom or on the KSO mobile app remember you can always follow along on Facebook live at KSOs account you're going to want to follow that anyway or on Twitter at Lally show. That's P-L-A-L-L-E-Y show. Uh, I'm, I got to tell you, Dan, I, uh, I'm glad it's the happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally show because I'm spent. I'm tired. I'm worn out.
1: Well, you're kind of getting back in the swing of things yep. and going a full week after being gone for two. Yep. You're getting to the end. The, the end of the rope is getting mighty frayed.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask out of me. I'm, I'm a fragile person. You know, and I I break down easily, and uh, uh, that that's what I'm getting to. I'm just, I'm just you know tired. I but it's gonna be crappy out this weekend. That doesn't help. Maybe I'll just sleep. I'm just gonna curl up and sleep. The weather looks terrible. Right? It, you just did the weather forecast. It didn't sound good. It's, I heard sprinkles. I heard cold. It's gonna be cloudy. Cloudy, but is it gonna rain all weekend?
1: Sunday, no. But it's actually going to be kind of a fog mist kind of thing for tomorrow.
0: The fog mist kind of thing. Well, Mm -hmm. it's good for the, actually, that's not bad for the Avera race. I mean, you don't want it to be raining, but, you know, it would be nice if the sun was out. But They got the big breast cancer race tomorrow. There's thousands of people in that every year. It's a crazy number of people running down Southeastern Avenue. And, uh, yeah, so you are talking about street closures. Don't try and go over there. <laughs> Stay out of the southeast part of town if at all possible, or go to 57th, 69th, anywhere down there.
1: Or at least wait until mid-late morning to yeah. to do your deal over there.
0: Or, you know, if you're going to go over, you know, if you live over there, as I do, you just go hang out and watch people run by. I have done that race many times. Uh, I, I'll tell you, though, I have, I have a good story about the Avera race against breast cancer. Uh, I was in the... I think it was the 5K one year and uh, I was up in the middle of the pack there, you know, just in the mass of people and uh, the gun goes off and there had been like orange cones up front. That was kind of the line. And I don't know why, but there was still a cone there. Like it didn't get, I don't know. I wasn't up front far enough to see what was going on, but we take off running and it's 5K. So people are going pretty fast and Uh, all of a sudden a guy in front of me veers a little bit and I see there's still an orange cone there. And I try and veer with him, but my left, my right foot like hit the cone and I went hinder over tea kettle in the middle of all these people. And, uh, it, you know, just flat down, but I kind of, I hit land on my, kind of land on my hip, you know, and I, did the, I kind of did the tuck, and I wish I could have seen it. I wish there was video because I think it in my brain it was a highly uh, uh, just choreographed, choreographed yes. uh, uh, s- sort of tumble, more artistic than it was any sort of accidental thing. Because I felt like I popped right back up and uh, started running, and uh, somebody next to me goes, "Are you? I mean, are you all right?" I'm like, "I'm fine. Let's go." My hip was a little sore later, but uh, I won, I was uh, working at the Argus Leader at the time and one of the photographers was there and it was been cold. So I was kind of covered up and I was telling the story and he turns around, he looks at me, he goes, that was you? <laughs> like, yes, he goes, that was tremendous. In fact, it was a well choreographed tumble. The things you can do when you're, you know, like pumped up, but it was, it, you know, I finished, I was fine
1: you just kind of wonder how fast your brain is working during those times because mm-hmm. the the physical elements of you Falling to the earth, but your mind is thinking, okay, to be able to come out of this, mm-hmm. I have to do this and mm-hmm. twist your torso and then move, you know, shift your legs and mm-hmm. not hit the guy in front of you or behind you and then just pop right. And you're, and you're actually lucky that you, that you didn't pull the old Adam Vinatieri and just give that thing, the old field goal boot, <laughs> that orange going. To, <laughs>
0: well, I'm also lucky I didn't cause like this big pileup, you know, like the beginning of a.
1: Uh, the Tour de France, you know, <laughs> and there's a big pileup. <laughs>
0: carnage on Southeastern. That's that's probably what I'm more lucky about.
1: Either that or the, uh, what was that? Is that at uh, Animal House when they had the entire band that walked into the alley <laughs> and ended up at the dead end? And...
0: Yes, don't make fun of the band, though. That was mean. But uh, the other thing I was lucky about there is it was cold, so I was completely covered up. So I didn't get, like, you know, road rash, which would have been worse. Just scrape a bunch of skin off, you know, because I had gloves on the whole nine yards. But so anyway, good luck to everybody in the race tomorrow. Uh, Have fun. Don't worry about the weather. And, uh, you know, raise a lot of money. That'll be great. It'll be wonderful. Um, We've got a great show for you today. Jeff Hansen, he is one of the organizers of Sculpture Walk, will fill us in on the new installation that went up downtown like uh, last two weekends ago, something like that. They're They're all... new sculptures downtown 50 some of them we'll talk about that the buffalo maiden checks in from the black hills bureau for weird friends thea miller ryan will be here with sandy richter they're both at the outdoor campus and we're going to talk about uh, a program they have becoming an outdoor woman and they've got some scholarships and different things that go along with that so that's pretty cool and i will have a PL l statement just after the break today's topic grass we're gonna talk about grass how's that sound Stay tuned. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. 317 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Hillary. We're going to get a little closer to free here on a beautiful Friday afternoon in the best little city in America with our friends, the Bodine's. Oh, this is the time of the day when I look through the news, look for things that strike my fancy, catch my attention or otherwise, you know, anger me or make me happy. And this one I'm going to tell you today. I'm happy. This is a good thing. I'm a happy guy. I'm a happy boy. Happy boy. I gotta pull that song out. Beat Farmers, Happy boy. That should be that should be one of our theme songs here on the Patrick Lally show. It will be fairly soon. Anyway, what I want to talk about today are buffer strips, buffer strips. Nothing more exciting than a good buffer strip story. But uh, so the city has a press conference today uh, as they do pretty much every day. Because, you know, Mike Uther's uh, uh, just got a couple days left. He's only got a few days to have press conferences. But this is a good thing. So uh, the city of Sioux Falls has implemented the buffer strip areas along the Big Sioux River and Skunk Creek over the years in an effort to improve water quality, according to the city's release. We are also enhancing our efforts to educate our residents and visitors who utilize the bike trail or use, use take out, utilize, use, substitute, use in all phrases, about how important an effort like this is by adding new educational signage. So, uh, yeah, it's the buffer strips. So uh, over the last couple of years, they've been doing this, right? And it's they essentially let the grass grow. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. But the mayor at the, in this release says today, Sioux Falls needs to be the leader when it comes to protecting and improving our rivers and streams all across our great state. Buffer strips make a difference not only for farm fields and feedlots, but also in cities like ours. You know what? The mayor's absolutely 100% right this is this is a very small thing that we can do it's easy and it makes a big difference because it 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 keeps the wastewater it it filters the wastewater the 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 runoff as it before it gets to the river see that's how that works it's pretty simple. Uh, the release says the city of Sioux Falls is dedicated to improving water quality of the Big Sioux River. Urban storm water runoff is one source of pollution in our watershed. Most of the city's bike trail runs adjacent to the Big Sioux River, which makes it an excellent site for a no-mow areas. Low-use areas adjacent to the Big Sioux River are being converted from turf grass to native plantings or no-mow areas in an effort to improve water quality. So, you know... Here's the thing. So then they put up some new signs that you'll see over on the bike trail. But it's not just the bike trail, all right? That's you that's where a lot of people see it, you know, because it's right there along the river. The bike trail is right by the river all the, most of the time. Uh and uh, this is interesting. Buffer strip fun facts. So the city has 3,000 acres of parkland. That's a lot of parkland, first of all. Um, they they're at about 150 acres are established as native plantings or no-mow areas. 150 acres is all. It's pretty good. Uh, here's some of the benefits. It uh, uh, includes improving water quality, which you talked about, filtering storm water runoff, which you talked about, minimizing fertilizer and herbicide applications, good, reducing labor and equipment costs, good, increasing habitat for animals and insects, good, and reducing pop- pollution because of reduced use of gas-powered mowers. All good. All good. Uh, but here's my deal. So the city has been doing this, as I said, for a few years, and it's a good thing. Every now and again, I hear people complain because they think eh, the city's just trying to save money by not mowing the lawns. And then they say this, if I don't, uh, uh, when I don't, uh, mow my lawn, uh, I'll get a ticket. I'll get fined, which, I mean, it's a silly thing to say, to be sure. Yeah, you would, if you let your lawn go, but it brings up a larger point. Maybe, maybe we should all be mowing our we should not be mowing our lawns down to a half inch carpet of grass. You know what I'm saying? Maybe all this Kentucky bluegrass we're running in this city isn't such a good idea to begin with. I think it's time, I think it's time to have a legitimate and significant discussion about what sort of landscaping is best, not just for some idealized version of aesthetics that we have, you know, but something that more accurately reflects the biome, the biome. In which we live. This is a semi-arid plain people. Okay. It is not a high precipitation environment. That is conducive to the well manicured lawn. Uh, Think about this. We have 26 inches of rain annually on average. 26 inches. That's not that much. The national average is about 40. And that includes, you know, Arizona. Uh, That means... We have to use more water with these lawns, and that's that's just a waste when you think about it because people overwater. They overwater. You need about an inch of water on your lawn to keep it going. You overwater, and you get a a reduced, uh, you get a, a, a less than satisfactory root structure, okay? Uh, you're wasting money, and you're wasting natural resources. How much money did we have to spend to get Lewis and Clark water? It's a lot. It's a lot. What should be the standards here? Okay, that's the question. Because these things are regulated by the city. And in fact, you have to have something like uh, uh, 90% of your residential property has to be uh, living cover, right? Like grass, bushes, that sort of thing. Uh, They won't let you do the Xenoscape kind of, you know, you've seen it. We've all watched Breaking Bad, right? You know what a lawn looks like in New Mexico. <laughs> but, well, Colorado, all these places in the Southwest, uh, you don't have to have all grass or all bushes or whatever. It is, it's is—it's kind of a waste of water. Now, you don't want just open dirt because that'll just run off too. You know, you got to do something. Uh, but it doesn't need to be 90%. It just seems very high to me. Um, but even with that number, how about different kinds of grass all right there's nothing that says there's no rule that that says we have to have like kentucky bluegrass all right that when it gets to be an inch and a half tall you got to mow it or suffer the shame of your entire neighborhood this this is a social construct people it is artificial and we're wasting a lot of time mowing lawns i just want to get that out there too How much of my life have I spent mowing lawns? More than I want to think about, frankly. I've been mowing lawns steady since I was about 10. That's how I used to put, you know, Doritos on the table. How do you think I paid for all those sunflower seeds and Mountain Dew? Mowing lawns. That's exactly right. And, you know, why do we do this? Why? Why? Buffalo grass requires much less water and maintenance. It looks a little different. It grows a little taller, but it's fine. It's still green, provides good cover and filtering. Uh, You don't have to mow it all the dang time. And when you do, you'd mow it up a little taller. You know, we probably won't do that. In fact, I know we won't do that, but we should. We should. In the meantime, good for the city of Sioux Falls. Good on the mayor who put this into place to allow the buffer strips to thrive. Appreciate what they are and why they're there and don't complain about you having to mow your lawn or, better yet, change your lawn. Plant something else. You can do it. That's the bottom line on today's P&L statement. Agree or disagree with me, pop me an email. Love to hear from you. Patrick at KSO.com is my email. Of course, you can... Always communicate with us live via the Twitters at p Lally Show, P-L-L, I spelled my own name wrong, P-L-A-L-L-E-Y-S-H-O-W is p Lally Show on Twitter. Oh, man, I like talking to you people. It's good stuff. Anyway, coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, it's uh, Weird Friends time. The Buffalo Maiden will be in from the Black Hills Bureau. We'll find out what's going on with her. We haven't talked to her for a long time. And uh, then Thea Miller-Ryan and Sandy Richter of the Outdoor Campus will be here to discuss the Becoming an Outdoor Woman program. And then we've got a lot of good stuff. We're going to talk about Sculpture Walk in the second hour. Phil Schreck's going to be here. Great stuff. Stay with us. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, K-S-O-O. Three thirty-four on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. Bringing back an oldie for uh, what used to be the theme song for the Buffalo Maiden from the Black Hills Bureau. Uh, Buffalo Maiden, how are you today?
2: Well, I was good till you said you were bringing back an oldie. I hope that's music that you were talking about. No, the music. We're the same age, dude. <laughs>
0: the, the music. The music.
2: The music. Okay. Well, you got to finish the sentence. No, I'm
0: sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. that's okay. if something always goes wrong
2: I, uh, I haven't talked to you for so long. how are you?
0: I'm good, you know I don't know if you know this or not uh and you know this may be a surprise to listeners who have been listening this week i I was in italy i've just I'm just back from you know europe
2: <laughs> from from how 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 are those Italians, as my mother would say yeah,
0: the Italians are are pretty suave, you know what I mean yeah. I'll well, say, i've been
2: I'll, over there i've been to italy
0: yeah i know you're well you're very well traveled and cultured and everything else you actually are my model for this sort of thing you yes. know what i'm saying you're the person who yes. gave me the actual best advice i got on going to italy which was never drink coffee with milk in the morning milk is for the afternoon
2: and milk is the afternoon right they look at you funny if you do that
0: i know i i uh My traveling companion, JP, actually wanted a latte one morning, and I'm like, "You understand that that is against the rules." Yeah, yeah.
2: and I don't even know if they make one. Did they? Did they make you one?
0: She, she wasn't happy about it. Um, the the yeah,
2: they're probably used to come into the. It's kind of like us when people want you know something we don't have on our menu.
0: Yeah, she looked or, at me a little weird, and then I I just said, "Yeah," and it wasn't like.
2: It was more like. Did you camp- just say kind of in broken Italian, we're not from here, we're not from <laughs> I, around here? I,
0: I think she knew.
2: Because <laughs> we just had a lady in from uh, Georgia, and on my menu it says Buffalo Burger. Yep. And she asked the server, is that is that Buffalo Burger? Is that beef? <laughs> she <thought laughs> she, she it, just did that. I kid you not. <laughs> she thought it was like,
0: beef with uh, uh, some of uh, that sauce, sauce on it. Buffalo sauce? That's,
2: Whatever. I want
0: a hot burger.
2: Yeah, want real hot, real hot. Was it shaped like wings? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I and, can't wait for the first season to start. But I did you. So you had a good time?
0: Yeah, we had a great time, and uh, as you know, it, as soon as you get back, you just want to go again, right? You just want to. You want to get back to that. That.
2: Atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I like Italy. It's, it's beautiful. It's fabulous. I'm not a huge fan of some of their wines because you know the young ones are so young. They're like mowed grass mostly i think um i mean they're just so young because they drink so much yeah. so they don't have time to age and the aged ones you can barely find because they keep them for the you know the people that know about italian wine so yeah. it, it's kind of funny um but yeah no it's uh, uh italy's it's beautiful venice were you in venice
0: yeah, i was in venice venice is uh, awesome at night venice is awesome during the day there's too many people but they all leave during the day at, at night they all they come off the cruise ships or whatever and then they go back to wherever they came from and oh that's...
2: yeah 'cause you can't be in, you can't be anywhere in a big city at night in Italy or during the day 'cause you're gonna get you're gonna get pickpocketed yeah, right? I, got, I, really...
0: <laughs> I got pickpocketed at the Vatican. there was nothing in my pocket except for the uh the hand, but
3: I well
2: didn't... that's the Patrick they call that something else um. <laughs> <laughs> we assault. won't talk about that and ruin your job we'll talk about that out there <laughs> yeah no it was it was
0: wonderful and uh what wines okay let's talk about wine because actually okay. you also uh, uh are my guide not only on uh coffee drinks and espresso but mm-hmm. wine so do you like french wines over italian wines versus oh, yes. california wines or how does how does that rank for you
2: well i think it's a, it depends i always look for the best value of wines but um i don't like that fresh grassy flavors i mean i like there's so many wines out there obviously everybody knows so i think you have to just keep looking and um yeah a lot of it is where the the where the grapes are grown and and what they're doing with the grapes and and who the winemaker is so it gets kind of clever but you know the french wines for so long we couldn't afford um and they weren't bringing in but south dakota we're getting we're getting such a nice variety of french wines and the prices are so reasonable mm-hmm. Because most people would just you know put their noses up to french wine italian wines um you know the the super tuscans and the super reds uh, th- those are you know nice wines to drink the thing about Italian and French wines they're all food friendly mm-hmm. California wines are all my friends that come from you know france and and uh italy as my mom would say <laughs> i uh italy. um they are surprised that how much alcohol we put in uh, you know our wines are because mm-hmm. that's what they look at is the alcohol level um and we have high alcohol wines. like 14
0: 16 is that, or is yeah, that too, yeah yeah that seems high
2: that's a little high although that's like drinking a you know an eight percent uh you know super ipa double ipa or something you get one and then you're done
0: yeah you know i've noticed that too like you know with the uh the craft beer craze the brewer craze and i and I love it yeah but uh some of our friends some of our local brewers um i think those beers have a lot of booze in them and uh, yeah. and which is fine but for a guy like me you know who uh was from the no guy like you uh, yeah. a, a, you know grew up uh drinking miller light from a from a young age uh uh-huh. at four point two percent or whatever or even then 3.2 percent yeah it wasn't a three two. <laughs> three two beer you you know one pint of triple whatever ipa and i'm a
2: i gotta That's go home up, yeah.
0: i'm tired. Yeah. i'm ready for bed yep.
2: you're one and done baby one and done oh my
0: gosh yeah but uh getting back to the wine thing though just for a second okay. um okay i did notice so like i when i've had and i'm not an aficionado. you know that you've taught me everything i know but when i'm uh, uh, when I have a say, a French, uh, uh, a lighter wine, a Pinot Noir, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Versus yeah. versus an American, uh, like a Russian River Valley California oh, gotcha. Pinot, which is I love it. But there's a difference awesome. there.
2: Why? Oh, is, totally.
0: Why is there a difference? Because in
2: a lot of ways, I like the California one better. Oh, you you stop stop really? Well, well I, I guess it depends upon which one you're drinking and how you know and where it comes from, but. Um, I always think that I, if you like California, you're probably uh you like a more gritty, earthier yeah, that's kinda you anyway, dirtier Yeah, um, dirty. You that's like me.
1: yep.
2: <laughs> 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 you like the grit. And uh whereas the French ones are gonna be petite and and lovely and delicate yeah. and and that's maybe not your style and, yet.
0: And maybe I <laughs> yet. And maybe I haven't <laughs> had you know, as you say, it was hard to get French wine for so long.
2: Yeah, yeah. It it has been very hard to get, but, you know, they, um, but I hope you had, um, I hope you drank, well, you must've drank wine over there. Did you have wine with the Pope?
0: Uh, not with the Pope. I had, I had wine right after the Pope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So communion, did you go to communion? No, 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 Uh, no. What am I saying? I
0: almost, almost went to church. There was a basilica Ah. across the street for a hotel that had, uh uh michelangelo's last uh architectural work and it was oh it was lovely it was lovely uh but the plan was to go to mass there eight o'clock sunday morning
2: and, and, and you didn't make it
0: didn't didn't i tried to make it sunday uh <laughs> i didn't didn't make it but did you
2: it, see the sistine chapel
0: yes i did see the sistine chapel it was awesome it's you beautiful. know it's overwhelming
2: so, well when i saw the sistine chapel it was half uh, half renovated and half not. Oh, well, I bummer. saw the original uh, Dirt and Grit and I saw the new and they stopped because it was such a controversy because they thought they were destroying it.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. I think they did destroy I'm nice not going to tell you what year that was but that was a while ago. Yeah, don't.
0: Um, the, uh, that was beautiful. The wines were great. Yes. Here's the thing that I maybe love the most. Like, if you just order the house wine, right? You go uh-huh. to a restaurant you order the house wine. Uh, like the last place, eight euro for a liter. A liter of wine for eight euros.
2: So what is that? Uh, It's a euro. Oh, that's cool.
0: It's probably probably, probably 10 bucks in. Yeah. And, uh,
2: you know, it's Chianti. It's fine. It's good. Right. You're drinking. (laughs) Yes. It didn't taste anything like their water, did it?
0: I didn't have any water. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, you always get the sparkling water. You know right. What I mean? You get the fizzy water. It's cool.
2: Right. Bubbles. Bubbles. Or, yeah. it's, or in California, I think they call it uh, bubbles fizz. <laughs> yeah. uh, Buffalo maiden. We don't have that here in Custer. No,
0: no, no, God, no. Uh, when are you coming back? When? When are we going to share a glass? By the way, when are you going to be in town? Uh,
2: I won't be there probably till October. You know, we are yeah. starting a little. We have a little tourism thing going on out here in the Black Hills. Yeah. Um. Not yet. It's been very quiet. But yeah. next weekend we have five million dollars worth of cars coming to Custer for what which equals uh, 50 Teslas which i'm like really
0: <laughs> That's a lot. they're
2: more excited about saying 5 million dollars at a cars instead of 50 Teslas. We actually fun. have docking stations in or whatever you call those things yeah. in Custer now, 8 of them. Wow. So you can bring your car out.
0: That's impressive. Well, we'll yeah. I'll have to come to you. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So we'll do yeah. that soon. Come on
2: out. Plug the we'll restaurant. Drink wine. Plug the I restaurant. have some I have some fine uh, French wine we can drink that Um, isn't very expensive so that works
0: (laughs) that's good plug the plug the restaurant
2: plug sage creek grill in downtown custer there you go um so we will be here all summer long for sure
0: awesome we'll talk to you soon
2: okay bye-bye
0: Coming up after the break it's thea miller ryan and from the outdoor campus we're going to talk about women in the outdoors it's going to be fun this is the patrick lally show information 1000 k-s-o-o
2: she
4: loves to tell me She hates the things I do. She loves it.
0: 349 on The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, K S O O. And as on most Fridays, nearly every Friday, we are joined by Thea Miller Ryan of The Outdoor Campus. And today she brings, by the way, hi Thea.
3: Hey, good to see you.
0: Um, (laughs) And she brings with her Sandy Richter, who's the Community Program Coordinator over at The Outdoor Campus. Sandy, thanks for coming in again.
5: Ah, thanks for having me
0: back. Uh, So, uh, let's get right to it. You have this cool program called Becoming an Outdoor Woman. Um, th- aren't we all outdoor people? I mean, <laughs> yes. uh, tell me about the program, Sandy. So what is it?
5: this is a really neat program, and it's not just Outdoor Campus exclusive. It's Game Fish and Parks. Um, oh, those people! Those, those people. people. I'm sorry, so the it's it's the big crowd, and this is an annual workshop, women's weekend workshop that we do in mid September. Um, and this year it's going to be, we usually do it, um, a couple years on the west side of the state, and then we'll do it one or two years on the east side of the state. And this year is the time we get to do it on the east side. And we're starting at a new camp this year.
0: So a new camp, where is that?
5: We're going to be at Nisodak Camp up by Wall Bay, and this will be... It is September 7th through the ninth, mm-hmm. and what you do is you get to sign up for all these really cool outdoor activities that maybe you wanted to try but weren't quite ready to do it. So it could be shotgunning, it could be um, deer hunting, uh, Dutch oven cooking, outdoor cooking, all kinds of really fun outdoor activities.
0: So you just how many how many uh, people it's all women? It's all yep. women. Uh, how many women? attend traditionally or what's your anywhere between
5: 80 to 100 Whoa! right and because this is our first time at this camp we're not quite sure how many participants we're going to have we're starting at 80 but we're hoping for more
0: so uh, what is the camp again say that again
5: Nisodak
0: Nisodak yep that's uh, and it's up by Wabe so it's it's uh, by a lake right Mm -hmm. because everything in in that part of the country is a lake right right?
3: it's on the lake it's It's beautiful there Yeah. yeah
5: So this camp will have housing available, um, all of the meals will be provided, and then all of the classes as well. You'll get to sign up for four um, half-day classes, one Friday afternoon, then two on Saturday, one in the morning, and one Sunday, Saturday afternoon, and then one Sunday morning. Oh. And then we have evening activities, too.
0: Cool. So uh, how much does it cost me? Not me, because clearly I'm not a woman. <laughs> but. <laughs>
5: It's going to be a, probably a, around $170. dollars mm-hmm. um, but that, is, that includes everything. And mm-hmm. you think about like what a hotel room would cost. Right. That would be just one night, and you still have to buy your food. Um, but we do have scholarships available. Oh, really? And um, that's our big push right now um, is to get scholarship applicants in. And so all you have to do is go to the Game Fish and Parks website and click on education and go to the Becoming an Outdoor Woman site, and there's a link to get the application there from one of our secretaries.
2: That's
3: why we're here so early for a September program. We want to make sure that people are aware of that scholarship that's available.
0: And we'll try and uh, uh, throw that up on the... uh on a, our Twitter feed, I see. Thanks, I, Dan. I, I've
1: got. See, I pre- got the here. Here's the yes, sign. Nisodak. Nisodak. Yes. <laughs> now I understand.
0: It's like northeast South
1: Dakota.
3: It right. is. Yeah. Exactly. Oh! Have you been there, Dan?
1: No, but my wife has is familiar with camps, and there's one in Iowa that's called the Iodisika.
0: <laughs> is that? I don't even want to Iowa drive. District East. Oh, I got it. So this is the northeast South Dakota, Nisodak. Um, the uh that sounds great and uh it's in september you got to go to the website we'll put that link on our twitter feed p lally show if you want to find out about the scholarships which is awesome yes um then uh so how long have you been doing this
5: helping out with Bo, um probably 12 years oh wow yeah it's been going around uh, the program's been f- there for over 20 so it's pretty I was, amazing. i
3: was at the first one really yeah i'm that old <laughs> and she admitted it. I didn't have to say anything. Yep.
0: <laughs> but you, you were already an outdoor woman. Were you uh, working or were you learning?
3: I was working. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the when I first moved back to South Dakota, and um, they said, guess what? You're going to camp. You're teaching. Where was camp? <laughs> it was actually at Nisodak. It was a long time ago. We haven't had it there in many, many, many years, so... Um, i'm excited for this one because i know how fun it was there and it's beautiful right on the lake you can take out canoes and kayaks there's it's awesome. beautiful
0: well if you're interested in that you can find all that information at the game fishing south dakota game fishing parks website which is sdgfp.gov or Correct. something wow good job i've been doing this a while now <laughs> uh quickly uh uh Anything? Yeah. What's the next big thing at the here at the campus?
3: Um, well, as everybody has heard and been calling us all day, we have um, <laughs> the uh, Emerald ashbore information meeting. We're just hosting it, but it's actually put on by, I think, the city and yep. the state. Um, and uh, they are giving out a lot of information, good information, about the Emerald ashbore That's at 1 o'clock tomorrow at our building. Yeah, so
0: quick calling and just come at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Just come, yeah. Which is uh, the outdoor campus, which is at 49th and uh oxbow oxbow mm-hmm. i always want to say tennis lane but that's us close it's just yep. right over mm-hmm. here it's just right over my shoulder and uh, uh yeah always great stuff at the outdoor campus Thea miller ryan who's the executive director from over there and sandy richter who's community program coordinator for the game fish and parks in this area at that's
5: the outdoor right. campus at the outdoor <laughs> campus
0: thanks for being here you guys i really appreciate it thank, thank you, you. Coming up right after the break, we're going to. We got news and weather coming up. Phil Schreck will be here, and then we're going to talk about Sculpture Walk. Stay tuned. This is The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. This
2: is a public service announcement with GitHub! 358
0: on The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, we talked about it earlier, but tomorrow morning is the Avera Race Against Breast Cancer, 7 a.m. at the Avera McKinnon Fitness Center over on Southeastern Avenue. 10K and 5K run, The three mile and 1.5 mile walk. Huge event, good cause, raise lots of money. See, I hope you all can get out there. Coming up after the news and weather, we got Phil Shrek. And then we're going to talk Sculpture Walk. This is The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.
2: I could never pretend that I don't love you. You could never pretend that I'm your man. That's exactly the way that I want it. It's exactly the way that I am. And you call me in the morning with your troubles. Taking it downtown every night. I could never place a star that night above. Got my hands
4: on the ground and you know I'm right. You wait so long.
0: Oh, uh, three, uh, 14. I'm sorry. I'm way off. 414 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSO. That's what the Trample by Turtles does to me. It just it gets my brain all swilling around, but it gets me pumped up because it's Friday, it's happy hour, and we've got Jeff Hansen in here to talk to us about Sculpture Walk. Jeff, thanks for being here.
4: Hey, thanks for having me, Patrick. Sorry, I got a little carried away there. That's all right. You know, but Mountain Time, you're dead on with, with 315. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got my brain in mountain time. <laughs> I did have the Buffalo Maiden on today, and she is in mountain time, so maybe that's it. Uh, so, Jeff, you are uh, the ambassador. You're an organizer. You're the man behind the scenes, man about town, all about Sculpture Walk. Right? That's you. That's,
4: that that's where I really like to spend my time. And so, this is uh, like your favorite time of the year, right? It's an amazing time of the year. It's really busy. And it starts out bittersweet because we take down these sculptures, mm-hmm. you know. And when, and when you can put a face with every sculpture for, with its artist, you know, you kind of hate to say goodbye. This year was particularly painful because we had to shovel snow from around <laughs> the pedestals. You know, there, there's nothing like having you know three or four guys slip while they're uh, oh. you know carrying a hundred thousand dollar sculpture. So, so we were extra careful but uh but boy this year's for our 15th anniversary this year's sculptures exceeded our expectations you know we saw the pictures when we juried them in wow when you see them in person it's impressive it is really impressive
0: so it's the 15th year have you been involved since the very beginning
4: no uh-huh no, nope, so it I'm was just,
0: uh, Paul Schiller, who you've brought on the program before, he was around in the early days, right? Oh but
4: yeah, Paul was Paul was right there in the early days. As a matter of fact, uh he has now photographed um all seven hundred and seventy seven sculptures that have been in Sculpture Walk.
0: Seven say that again, what's the number? Seven hundred
4: and seventy seven.
0: That's kinda weird, seven, seven, seven.
4: Yeah, Actually. I know. It's I, like he's playing the playing the slots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know Jim Clark started it, and, it, and yep. it was one of those things. You know, you you look back, and and the reason he started, he'd worked on raising money for the Orpheum. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd been really involved with downtown because he's a, he's a North Side boy like mm-hmm. you, and he really wanted a vital downtown, and and he thought this would be a good way to do it, and well. It's a lot different downtown than it was 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and, and things like Sculpture Walk play a role in that. You know, there is not a silver bullet that, that turned downtown great, mm-hmm. but it's the culmination of so many things. And, and I think the thing that strikes me the most, having lived in different cities, um, but having been here for the last 14, is Sioux Falls is really great because we have so many business leaders and citizens and, and, and people that sit with city government whose whose sense of community extends way past the fence in their backyard. And, and and that makes a big difference as you look at all the different things we have to offer here.
0: And as you say, it's 15 years ago. And it is kind of hard to, when, when Jim started, Jim Clark uh, had this vision uh, and said, this is what I want to do. People were, I mean, people are always skeptical of something new. I mean, and you say, we're gonna, what we're going to do here is we're going to bring a bunch of sculpture and we're going to put it on pedestals in downtown. And people are like, All right? You know, it's like you think you're trying to be
4: Italy. But uh, it's, it's, it has turned out to be this incredible tourist attraction. It's an amazing tourist attraction. You know, we estimate that there's over 300,000 people that visit as a destination sculpture walk. And if you use the math, that comes out of the research on tourism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average between out of town and in town tourists who who come, they spend on average about thirty four dollars and, and on food, you know, stopping into the shops, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. That's ten million dollars a year into the economy. Now if we get a million visitors it's going to cost us more money because we'll have to print more brochures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always laugh. We love to have a dollar for every visitor that came. Yeah, but
0: uh, Well, and the brochures are all over the place. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you get them downtown and it's got the full map on there with, Every picture of every sculpture, Paul Schiller, you get a Paul Schiller photo, (laughs) (laughs) which could cost you a lot of money in a gallery, but you get a Paul Schiller photo and uh, a a guide to the whole thing. And it's amazing.
4: Yeah. And, you know, and now people have really made it a tradition. And, you know, I start seeing the same faces down there about 11 o'clock after they're all up and, you know, we've kind of polished them off a little bit. And oh no no this is my favorite mm-hmm. no 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 this is my favorite you know I think we had there's a big turtle um, <laughs> the title of it's basking and and there was a, there was a line of about eight kids and families for those kids to, s- to sit on that turtle and have their picture taken
0: yeah it's kind of amazing is that uh, and not every sculpture is made to uh ride and or interact with uh the the large bison that was on the corner of uh 12th and phillips this last year in particular was not something you wanted to have a lot of contact with
4: that'd be uncomfortable (laughs) it was very prickly
0: uh and it was very big but a lot of them uh kids do sit on i mean they're interactive almost
4: yeah you know the um and we've got a a musical interactive one this year again from Mm -hmm. sherry and lee and and uh, but but they do they get involved with with the sculptures and and it is really interesting to see see the kids sit on it well you know down on uh, Sunday and here was a group of I'm guessing octogenarians <laughs> um, because they're friends of my parents <laughs> and and they were playing the the, the musical piece. Mm-hmm. Of Carmen Marimba, the sculpture <laughs> down by Wood Grain That's awesome. It was fun,
0: and so last year the the, the musical sculpture was across from, kind of between 12th and uh, 11th there, and it was, if I'm remembering correctly, it was you, hammers and bong
4: bong bong bong. It was pretty loud. Yeah.
0: So what is what is uh, the musical version this year?
4: This year it's it's more of um more of a gong <laughs> type. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where down that's right on right down by Woodgreen. well that's perfect fun. yeah yeah Thank it's a, it's really good you know and and it was really fun this year we had um we had all our artists and we wanted to do something different we want we're proud of our city and we kind of wanted to show it off you know they run out they come in and so we took them on this eating tour of sculpture walk <laughs> and we started at the blarney stone and 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 they ate a little bit there, you know, had a beverage, and then mm-hmm. we went down to Minerva's, mm-hmm. and they ate there, and then we went to Myers Deli, and they ate there, and then we loaded them up on trial. There's 80 people, oh, you know, wow. walking down the street, and and uh, and then we went over to Remedy, sat on the back patio mm-hmm. at Eighth and Railroad, and every one of them is like, "This is really an amazing city," mm-hmm. and and that word of mouth really travels, you know. Uh, two weeks ago, we got calls from. Uh, Hollywood, California, and Decatur, Georgia, wanting uh, to know how they could emulate what we've done here. So, so the word travels pretty fast because we don't have a budget for advertising, yeah. so that's out the window. Well, you got to get a shovel. <laughs> yeah, They
0: probably don't need a shovel. They're not going to have to shovel snow out to get the, to get the sculptures out. Um, so uh, we're here with uh, Jeff Hansen. He is with the Sculpture Walk, ambassador for Sculpture Walk. That's what we call him. And how many sculptures is it this
4: year? 57. Is that up down neat? That's up by 1 okay. only because they were so good this year. It was yeah. like, yeah, we can find another sponsor. Let's yeah. find another pedestal and and expanded that up and 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 we're really glad we did.
0: So, we're going to go through some of the highlights here after after the break because I've seen some of them, but I have not seen because I haven't been up that long. People give me a break. <laughs> i've been in italy uh the uh, <laughs> but i think the the, the I, you were talking earlier about having to take them all down and so you do that like the week before you put up the new ones or how, what's the gap there it, it, two weeks before two weeks okay yep now it, you did it in a snowstorm this year but it's it's always uh kind of tough
4: i mean taking those things down has to be as much work as putting them up right <laughs> it, it it is it's it, well it's a little less work because you're not positioning them to mm. get the best photo op or the best view from the street. This is a, a, a little more deliberate <laughs> in, in cutting the welds and, and then getting them on a truck or on a forklift and, and uh, moved into our warehouse. So so it, it gets, it, it's a little easier, but it's usually colder. Yeah. Um, you know, we, Windy. We, we, were, we were pretty happy this year. There was no rain um we've had that before
0: but it's still a a heavy operation you got
4: you know cranes and everything else we've got we've got a big forklift and a couple little forklifts and a couple welders to cut the the uh welds off but it's amazing the you know i I look at the volunteers and i always thought i was kind of young um
0: well you are (laughs) let's don't don't kid yourself you're a young man and a good-looking man but
4: the yeah the I'm I'm looking at the average age of these guys, and they've been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the youngest guys out there. You're I mean, kidding? There's guys out there that are in their seventies, and they're hoisting these big things. And this year it was kind of fun. We brought in uh, a crew from CrossFit uh, Foss West, and and so six ladies showed up, and they horsed this big sculpture we had in the in the warehouse. And it was a big pig with a little girl riding on the back. Some people might remember that from years past. Mm-hmm. And picked it up and they put it on his trailer for him. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at him and then it hit me. I just started laughing because the name of that sculpture is Girls Can Do Anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, they, can, they
0: can ride a pig and then they can carry it away. There apparently. you go. Um, so uh, there's 57 sculptures this year um the uh we're gonna like as i said we're gonna go through the highlights or 56 but in the beginning it was only what how many was the first
4: year it w- it was 35 so it's gro- it has grown a lot in those 15 years it has grown a lot and plus the there there's actually more than that out there but they're not they're not exactly part of the sculpture walk program mm-hmm. but they're they're from companies who have leased right or purchased and so you know, we still, we we have over 100 sculptures downtown when Sculpture walks up, Wow. You know, and you stop and think, from Captain Eleven to, you yeah. know, the, the Sculpture Garden to the, the sculptures over at 8th and Railroad to the sculptures over at uh, Sharapa. There's going to be a lot of permanent sculptures. That's pretty cool. It, it's really cool. And I, th- I think we'll only see more of that being added as people start embracing it i mean it starts to get a critical mass yeah
0: um we're going to come right back after the news and weather with mr dan peters and chat more with jeff hansen who is an ambassador for sculpture walk in downtown sioux falls this is the patrick lally show information 1000 k-s-o-o 434 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and we return to our conversation with Jeff Hansen. He is the ambassador for the Sculpture Walk. Is that a, is ambassador like, are there different titles within the organization? So you've got, you're the ambassador, then there's like Lord, Lord, uh, Lord Duke <laughs> Schiller and uh, his, his Majesty Jim Clark, that sort of thing. Is that how that works?
4: No, it's more like an appointment. Um,
0: Lifetime we, appointment.
4: Well, I, as long as I'm willing to work for really, really cheap, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a starving artist, but I'm willing to starve for artists. Uh, and, oh,
0: that's a good line.
4: And, yeah, but it, it, it's a tremendous amount of fun, and and uh, I I enjoy sharing the story about it
0: so let's talk about this year's installation there's 57 new sculptures in downtown sioux falls which is amazing and the the footprint has expanded so they're all they're over at eighth and railroad and over on east at the east bank as we like to say and then up on main avenue and phillips avenue uh they're everywhere
4: they
0: they downtown but let's talk about some of the highlights the first one the one that everybody talks about is the mushroom tell us about the mushroom
4: (laughs) Um, the mushroom was created by Bruce Dillman. And if you've been to Chicago and you've seen the bean, mm-hmm. we got a mushroom.
0: Yeah. and the, so, the mushroom's cooler than the bean.
4: Oh, yeah. and and But you see people walk around it, and, and they're taking selfies and pictures. And we put it where we put it in front of the diner there, close to the street, because it's almost impossible to have a bad background.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. You know, because there's no parking right there. So... So you can get a beautiful view of the fountain or uh, the bright colors over at the diner mm-hmm. or the street scenes. And
0: the Beach Pay building, which is the oldest commercial building in South. Exactly. Falls. So it's a cool looking building. It, and it's, we should say, it's, it's uh, silver. It's just like a big mirrored mushroom. So, it, you know, the bean is cool, but the bean is only like one sort of slope. The mushroom has like curves and and so there's all these different reflections
4: and angles and it's amazing it it really is you know and it was fun after we put it up to watch people driving by going what wait what yeah <laughs> you know? I can't see it's oh I'm reflected <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know one of the things we didn't quite plan on for that is uh is that uh fingerprints do show oh. <laughs> So somebody's got to get out there every day with a bottle of Windex. So, so far, that's what Clark's been doing. <laughs> somebody's
0: got to go shine up the shroom.
4: <laughs> we're we're going to have to come up with a different plan for So them. it's, it's uh,
0: Lord Duke, uh, <laughs> Wilk, you know, uh, Schiller and uh, Ambassador Hansen And then some poor guy's got to be the shroom shiner, The shroom shiner. <laughs> sh- sh- yeah. That's a good job.
4: So, but, so yeah we've got a couple of those you know we, there's there's one that greets you right outside of bro's restaurant the federal courthouse plaza mm-hmm. that is a classic I mean it's just it's Italian mm-hmm. you know just in that classic mode called cascade um ours out of out of uh Canada but then you start looking at some of the others there's another fun one Sasquatch is mm-hmm. a big
0: where is, is Sasquatch because is
4: uh right right in front of Dakota Bank so right almost between Dakota Bank and the State Theater. Okay. So so it's it's right there. So you can get a really good backdrop with the State Theater marquee oh, in the background. Yeah. And, uh, That's
0: pretty cool. Who did Sasquatch?
4: you remember? Oh, Dale Lewis out of Minnesota. It's big, right? It's very big.
0: It's like actual size Sasquatch. If Sasquatch existed. Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but you've got some other uh, very... Uh, one of the interesting things about too about uh, sculpture walk is you do have a wide range of styles from modern to sort of whimsical and lots of animals always but um you've got a cool little uh uh, uh story behind the sculpture out in front of uh Child's Play uh Child's or Reddit at, at 11th and Phillips there.
4: Yeah, it's it's a sculpture by Ben Hammond and it's it's very large, very heavy <laughs> sculpture. But but his his work is just so so detailed and, and good, um, and it's in a perfect spot in front of the child's play but uh ben hammond for for those that might not know or have been to Canton and the NFL Football Hall of Fame, he does the bus that's for, amazing for um for the NFL, and I think the one he's working on now is uh Brian Erlocker. Oh. He's actually really? working on three of them. They and, let that... Burlocker mut- is who I could remember.
0: <laughs> they met that... Like, I was going to say, they <laughs> let that mutton head in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Nobody told me. Um, that's pretty cool. It is. And it's... You, you said it's family? It's. A, what, what, describe yeah. it a little bit. It,
4: the, title, the title of it is family, and, it, and it's like a, a sculpture of a family portrait. Oh, wow. You know, with a little baby, a little girl holding a teddy bear, mom and dad. Um,
0: so what's the most sort of... Um, artistically challenging uh piece of sculpture do you think is in this year's selection in that it's something that you weren't you aren't expecting or will make you think or you know just catches your breath a little bit in this 57 sculptures
4: you know there there's there's a couple Mm -hmm. there's there's um uh, one by Studio Six. It's outside of of the entrance into the pavilion, and it's by an artist. His name's Henry Royer. He's uh, well. Now he lives in Illinois, but uh, he was a Wall, St- a very, very, very successful Wall Street broker. And then his wife finally encouraged him that it wasn't worth dying over, <laughs> and he did have artistic talent. And so now he's really. Really good, and he creates this furniture that is 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 amazing, is amazing, and and it, it's a modern piece, uh, wood and metal, um, but it really makes you stop and think. There's um, um, oh, Link. I forget. I forget his first name. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Fifty-seven names. You think I'd have them all remembered? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he has one in front of Minerva's that is is just. It has different perceptions. It's a it's a it's a figure, a white figure, but then it's hollowed out. So depending upon the angle you're looking at, it really kind of changes. It's Not a very big one, but it but it's it's it makes you think. And then then of course there's another one that may, will make you sing, <laughs> and, and it's a big concrete sculpture yeah. by um, Pete Vogelar out of Canada, and it's of Leonard Cohen. Oh really? The artist composer, yeah. And uh, so you'll hear people walking by singing "Hallelujah," yeah. You know, <laughs> that's fantastic. And where yeah. is that one? That one's um, um, right by the carp between the car- by the Carpenter Bar, Carpenter Building, yeah. right in that okay two hundred block area there. I got to get out and walk the streets more. I've not been down like I've. Yeah. You know, and and again, you know all the cute animals. Yeah, um, there's a horse. I saw a horse. There's the the horse is uh, uh, Travis Sorensen made that one. And what's interesting is it was made out of, you know, a horse, and you you just think of wild freedom and mm-hmm. and everything else. Well, this was made out of the stainless steel um, bars. You know, the the pull downs to close a store mm-hmm. in the mall or in New yeah. York City on Manhattan. The store had gone out of business and so he grabbed those and was able to form this horse. And it is it's spectacular when you look at, at the work that goes into it to get those to bend just right. That's pretty amazing. And and so
0: where I have seen the photos. That's right, of it. In,
4: that's right in front of uh Kofia. Got it. That's a perfect spot. Right for in that. front of Kofia. And Then there's the bear and um and know an, Gary Hovey is an artist out of uh, Indiana, and he's got two. One is a, a bear, six-foot bear, um, right in front of uh, the Schreiber Building. Mm-hmm. And, it's all, and then uh, a mama and a baby gorilla down in front of uh, the diner.
0: I've seen the gorilla. It's awesome.
4: All made out of forks, knives, and spoons.
0: <laughs> That's and, incredible.
4: And, and when you look at it, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. How did, you, how did you even think of that? But the really amazing part is, is Gary has Parkinson's, and so for him, for him to make all those intricate welds, with, with Parkinson's, and you know, I mean, that's a terrible, terrible disease. Mm-hmm. And, but it, he does it, and and so it's kind of like Mel Tellus. if you remember Mel yeah. tellus you know, he stuttered like crazy when yeah. he was on Johnny Carson. Boy, you let him sing, and wow, yeah, you know, it it, it loses it. So. So that the interesting backstory is about so many of these artists. And, of course, we've got some great local artists. Cameron Solheim has a, a big piece um, right across the street from Coffeya there. And uh, Jeff Satter, he has a couple uh, abstract pieces. Um, then, of course, uh, Lee Looning and Sherry Treby have their musical. And then they also have a paperboy one. Oh, okay. And I'm an old paper boy, so yeah, I kind of like that one. And, you know, they they have that good Norman Rockwell feel to their stuff. And, and so it does make you feel good.
0: It's an amazing, uh, it really is an amazing variety of materials and perspectives and styles. And uh, it's it's always good. Um, we're going to come right back with Jeff Hansen, who is an ambassador for Sculpture Walk. And we're going to talk about just, you know, how, I, I, I'm, I want Jeff's uh, uh, advice on, how best to approach it. You know like where where should I start? What what should I do? How to do this? So we'll be right back and we'll get his uh the tour guide approach to sculpture walk. This is the Patrick Lally show information 1000 KSOO. 448 on the Patrick Lally show information 1000 KSOO. And we're going to finish up here with Jeff Hansen. He is the ambassador for Sculpture Walk, a fine title if there ever was one. I am One day I hope to be like uh, the page boy to Jeff Hansen, undersecretary uh, of something to Jeff Hansen. Um, Jeff, we, we've we been talking off the air about all this different stuff, but one of the things that I want you to tell people is what how, what is the best way to experience sculpture walk
4: you know i i'll just tell you what what i did when we first moved here Mm -hmm. you know we met new friends through our kids at the school and and so there was four of us couples and and we decided we were going to go downtown and look at the sculptures and and we ate our way through downtown we (laughs) we just stopped in and we'd, we'd order appetizers and just split it between the eight of us, and then we'd walk a little further, to look at other sculptures, and, and then, uh, you know, stop in for another appetizer, another beverage. Mm-hmm. And, and we just worked our way around. Well, you know, you're taking a little break. You, you've got conversation starters galore. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was really a fun way to do it. I mean, there, there is no starting or stopping point. Um, I know one of, the, one of the things that people really like to do now Especially with the sculpture garden is is the pavilion, mm-hmm. and especially if they've got little kids, because then you know you got the science museum and and, and the art of discovery center. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's fun things to do there, but uh, really you can start at any point you want. The maps are all out there, and then just you know follow them around, and and it, you know it's it's kind of like art on purpose, you know, because there's so many other things to do while you're looking at you know over a million dollars worth of artwork mm-hmm. and, you know whether you want to shop I you want to eat grab a beverage you know eat we've got really good sweet stuff downtown yeah, that's right <laughs> it's just criminal so if you're going to stop and do that walk the sculpture walk twice <laughs> yeah, and, that's right and, and, and then and, and get the ice cream and, 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 and then, then there's the... no harm no foul
0: that's right you're good
4: you're all good <laughs> and it
0: does cover a lot you will walk a lot yeah and maybe you got to break it up and yeah. do, like consecutive nights downtown, walking around, eating and drinking. You
4: know, it's tough to be bored downtown. Yeah, so that's awesome. What a great way to do it.
0: Um, so, fifty-seven. Uh, if I want to learn more about uh, the sculptures, uh, is there is there some place I can go
4: other than getting the map, the hard map? Yeah, you can go to our website, um, <laughs> Sioux, Falls, Sioux Falls Sculpture Walk dot com. Are you sure that's it? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> updated it all the way yet. <laughs> I know. I've got the password. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: good. But there will be, at some point, be all, yes. all that stuff is up there, and you can learn about the backstory of Sculpture right, Walk and right. all that stuff.
4: You know, And one of the things as the ambassador that, I, <laughs> that I, I get a chance to do is go out and talk to different civic groups. Mm-hmm. And one place I really enjoy going, I'm going to Touchmark in a, in a couple of weeks to, uh, to talk with them, because not everybody's mobile. You mm-hmm. know, and so they can't get down, but it's assisted still, living. Yeah, they yeah. still really enjoy it, and so I, I do enjoy that. With uh, you know, going out and talking with the seniors and having a slide presentations so that they can see what's downtown and and uh, but the schools, civic groups. So
0: yeah, what's your favorite sculpture this year? You, you got to have a favorite. oh
4: boy! Come on now, you know I, I honestly I have to say. It's the mushroom. Yeah, that's what everybody you know? keeps saying. But but the second one is is the the, the classical piece Cascade in front of Burroughs, mm-hmm. right by the courthouse. Yeah. It, it's just it, I don't know. There's just something about the classical that that it's not always my favorite, um, but this one really is just so elegant.
0: So the mushroom. Let's get back to that for a yeah. second. Uh, every year there's a, the People's Choice
4: Award, right? Right.
0: And and. The uh, the award doesn't the city buy the award winner? How's that work?
4: Yeah, the 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 people vote on it, yeah. and and then um, the city buys it. Now there is a requirement that it's twenty thousand dollars or under. Uh, so, what's the mushroom? So the mushroom's forty.
0: Oh, come on now! Can we well, raise some?
4: Because the mushroom is a keeper. We're we're looking at raising money oh, to okay, keep that baby right. around.
0: Honestly, because like, it it has that quality. It has a tourist quality to it.
4: It is a a unique thing. That you're not going to see anywhere else, right? It, it has it, it just it adds so much character to an experience experience to this to your visit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's one we'd really like to keep around.
0: Well, vote for it. Is it on the? Can you vote for it? Can you vote for the mushroom anyway? You, you can't. Oh, well, you can't. No. Come on, man. <laughs> so you're just going to raise all the money? We, yeah. That's Maybe what, I. Here's what we do. We just got to talk to the new mayor. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Paul Tenhaken on board on this, and he can, you know, he's a new mayor. You can spend money when you're a new mayor. You just throw in a, you know, ten twenty grand just to get it sure, started, right? Sure. And then we can put it in front of City Hall or wherever he wants it.
4: There you go. Maybe. The, the new city administration building be gorgeous down there. Except I'd rather see it on Phillips. No, we got to have it. You got to have it somewhere. Right. Here. Yeah. Maybe even at Faywick. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. All right. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> that that could be good too. That, that would be a great place for a sculpture park. Yes. He's right around down at Faywick with with David right in the middle and then other sculptures around it. There's
0: Now you're on to something.
4: That would be spectacular. Has that come up? Um yeah, as a matter of fact, I think uh one of your frequent guests, Scott Erishman, came up with it. Scott, nice work, I, Scott. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was that was Scott's idea. All right. Well we'll we'll pursue that. Yeah.
0: Jeff Hanson, he is the uh, ambassador for Sculpture Walk, and uh, it, I really always enjoy talking to Jeff. But thanks for coming in today. People, get out there and see the sculptures. are awesome. All right.
4: Thank you, Patrick.
0: Coming up, we'll, after the break, we'll finish the show up, finish the week up, and get out of here. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 4.58 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And we've come to that time of the day, that time of the week. We're done. Happy hour has begun. We'll give you a little clash to take you out. Radio clash. Don't forget, it's a big weekend in the city today, tomorrow. And Sunday, Falls Park Farmers Market, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. tomorrow. That's fantastic. Cinco de Mayo. Fiesta is downtown downtown. At, uh, also at Falls Park, 11 to 7 tomorrow. All kinds of good stuff going on. Go to see Sculpture Walk. It's great. Coming up on Monday, Jody Schwan will be with us. Jody's on the Mayor's Transition Task Force, and we always get to talk about business because she runs Sioux business. But at any rate, everybody have fun this weekend. This is The Patrick Lively Show, Information 1000 KSOO.